Okay. Love and truth, gang. I am so excited to be here with you today, sharing about this profound teachings of love and truth. Love and truth for me, this journey that we are all on, this journey that we are all on, we find new teachings, new shadows, and new things that we are all moving towards every single day. And it can get really difficult and confusing, and it can feel really big, and it can feel really heavy. And throughout the process of my journey, I've found that coming back to these two words, no matter what is happening in my life, always supports me. No matter how big it feels, no matter what's going on, even when you feel like you just don't know what to do, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Like, where's this coming from? Is it coming from like a place of kindness in me? Am I people pleasing? Is this manipulation? Like once we wake up and we start to see all of our behaviors and everything that we're doing, it's it's difficult for us because what we're seeing in everyone else, we've also moved through ourselves. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to see it in others. So these two words for me, which is why I got them tattooed on my body, uh, the two words that I always come back to. So I am so excited to share this with you today. And I'm really excited to hear any questions as well. Like this is a discussion. We're all here to, to have our own input and, and, and share our own experiences. And we all help each other as we do that. So please ask questions, jump in and let's make a start on love and truth. Okay, so first of all, we're going to, I don't want to go too much into archetypes because we've got a whole other um, module, another workshop live coming up where we're going to be exploring all of our own archetypes, the us that is within us, that is the what I offer in my offerings here in Costa Rica when people come to Costa Rica to retreats. It's about finding the different us within us. So before we move on, I just want to acknowledge that Best Self name has now changed to True Self Academy. None of the changes have taken place yet, just the name change. Um, and the reason for this name change is because, yes, we all want to be our best self, but sometimes being our true self is not being our best self. And being our true self is more important than being our best self. We're all working with our, you know, codependency tendencies and people-pleasing tendencies and saying things, you know, um, not saying things that we want to say. And I think being our true self is the most important thing to us all. Authenticity is our goal. I read something quite a while back and it said in years to come, enlightenment will not be the goal, authenticity will. And how... How real is that, you know, for us to be able to show up as our true self, no matter where we are, and have a clear understanding on who our true self is. And we're exploring this forever. We find new versions of ourselves constantly, you know, death and rebirth. But we all want to be who we are and not a programmed version that society, you know, has, has made us into. So welcome to the new True Self Academy. This is the first change of many that is going to be happening here. The, another change is you'll see these colours. You can see these earthy, lighter colours. You're going to be seeing a lot more of those colours around here. And the um, the rainbow is going to slowly disappear. So, um, yeah, that is going to be part of the new branding. So let's get into love and truth. Now, love, truth and freedom. Think of love as a mother. Think of truth as a father. 
And think of freedom as a child. So when we are in our child state, we're free, we're dancing, we're jumping around, you know, we're in our child state. And when we are in a more disciplined state, our do, 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 and getting things done, you know, within our life, which we all need, we come from a father archetype. Now, love, we are in more of a mothering energy. In when we are in love, we are taking care of ourselves, <clears throat> cooking dinner, taking a longer bath, saying kind words to ourselves. All of these different things within these different archetypes, which we all embody. True inner union is when we bring in nurture, discipline, and joy. We bring in the mother, the father, and the child, which is love, truth, and freedom. So when we are filling our glass, it's important for us to ask. Think of three drops in a glass. I need to fill my glass. My glass needs to be full. I need to be full so I feel good and I'm a better service to other people. So inside this glass, I've got three drops. One of them is my mother energy, where I am nurturing myself, being kind to myself. Another one of them is my father energy, where, you know, I'm creating structure for myself. I've got a routine and being disciplined in the things that I need to do. And joy. Joy is I'm not forgetting that there's a small child inside of me and I'm remembering the things that I used to love as a child. I'm playing more, I'm creating more, I'm dancing, I'm singing, feeling into more joy and creativity. So these are the three drops that we all need within our glass. So as we grow uh, into adults, we tend to forget about this joy and we go straight into this. I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. And we miss out on all the, the fun that we used to experience as a small child. Now, due to our society and our programming and conditioning, the way we are rewarded for achievement, it leads us to have um, positive reinforcement reinforcements to basically sacrifice ourselves and continue to go against what our body needs because we get rewards for it we need to pay for this we need to do that we need to go here we all have these you know life life things that occur and when we're in this state it keeps us in this father energy it keeps us in the go 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 and then we have a holiday and we move into nurture energy and everyone's like ah this is just great when really we should have a balance of that in our life within the discipline and joy and taming our discipline takes discipline because the truest form of discipline is self-love and self-love is nature which is the love which is the mother energy so just take a little second here now to if you've got a pen a piece of paper if you've got your notes on your phone it's really important that you write something down from what we've just discussed so that you can really embody what we're speaking about here. So you can really move it into your own life of how these energies play out within you. So just write down things that you can do to fill your love cup. Some things that you can do to fill your truth cup. And some things that you can do to fill your freedom cup. If it's easier to remember for you, think of mother cup, father cup and child cup. So love, nature and mother all mean the same. Truth, discipline and father all mean the same. Freedom, joy and child all mean the same. So we want to get a drop in each of our cup. So when we think of the mother, we think of our body. 
when we think of the father, we think of the mind. This is where we're thinking, where we're doing. And in the nature, in the mother is where we're being. When we think of our joy, we think of our spirit. We think of our happiness, how we're feeling. So just write down a few things of what you could do to fill each of your cups. So would anyone like to share anything of what they can do to fill their mother cup? Father cup? Child cup? So our mother cup, I'll share what I do to fill each of my cups. So when I fill my mother cup, I take time out to make a nice body scrub or a cream for my body. And I'll spend some time really nurturing my body, taking care of myself, you know, journaling, speaking kind to myself and really just breathing, being present and allowing myself to, to be here in this moment. Mother Cup, I take long back. So yay, or do my affirmations. Yay. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. And to fill our Father Cup, um, I get a planner out. I write Monday to Friday on it. And I write what I'm going to do each day. And I create some structure and some strategy and some routine around my life. I take back control of my life. I decide what is happening this week by getting a piece of paper and writing the days of the week on it and staying firm in the things that I know that I need to do for that week. And doing this on a Sunday specifically is what works for me for my coming week. Any of you that have done rebirth, you'll know that there's a whole week on um, on everything that we do around time. And there's also a full section within this membership. Inner Union Collective is our name. This is all our name changes that are coming. Really excited. In a union collective, there is a full um, section on conscious time. So if you ever feel like, you know what? I need to get my shit together. I want to just sort everything out. Everything's overwhelming. It's all too much. I don't know where to begin. I don't know what's going on. Go inside of your inner union collective and go into conscious time. There are designs there for you that you can print. There are weekly planners, monthly planners, goal strategies, everything you need to, I call it, sort my life out. And this is something that we all do often. You know, we let things go on and on and then we're just like, no, right, this is it. Let me get my life together. So just letting you know that that is there for you and there's many workshops in there for you as well. So as we move into child, I like to dance. Um, I like to sing. I like to create as well, which is, is a bit of a mother energy. But when I'm in the child energy, my creation is a lot more outside the lines. So many of us are very afraid of discipline because we wasn't taught as a child that discipline is love. We got told to go to bed because I said, go to bed because I'm the parent and you're the child. And that's why we didn't get told you need to go to bed because I love you so much. And if you get some extra sleep, you're going to feel really happy tomorrow. We didn't learn that that's what discipline was. We didn't learn, although all of our disciplines all came from love, it wasn't communicated to us through love. So our whole 
idea and program around discipline is quite frankly fucked. And we wonder why we can have problems with our discipline. Maybe we don't do the things we say we're going to do. Maybe we know we need to do something, but we don't. Maybe we're completely over-disciplined and we've got too many drops in this discipline cup. You know, for many of us, we, we will have drops in these cups, but they won't be an equal drop of each one. Someone might have three drops in nurture. Someone might have three drops in discipline. And someone might just have every, all their drops in child who doesn't do anything you know and just plays like the five you know like we all need a bit of that we also need our our mother and father so really pay attention to what drops are in your cup and every day you know I played today have I got my shit together today have I, have I took care of myself today what this is called is it's called reparenting and it's how we come into union and it's a way to reparent our inner child. That's the roots of this work that we are doing. We are healing mother wounds, father wounds. We are integrating masculine and feminine energy. We're also doing deep shadow work. This is all of the roots of everything that we're doing and learning here every single week. So coming into union with ourselves, we have to basically relearn everything that we were taught. We have to completely reparent ourselves again. And that's what this mother, father and child drops in our cup does for us. So I just wanted to give a, a further understanding of, you know, what it is we're doing and what these drops in, in all of our cups mean. And we are going to be having a module coming up. So keep a look out. There's going to be a new calendar go live soon. We're just in the middle of changing the branding colours. Um, and there's going to be archetypes. Join, make sure you're on this live for the archetypes. It's going to be profound. And it's where we're going to learn how to embody different energies, like a little bit of what we've discussed today about how we fill our cups up, but really understand, you know, what we need to do to get into that energy. And um, if, we're, if we're balanced within the energies every day, you know, we, we all need a little drop of everything every day. So does anybody have any questions about what we've discussed so far? Okay. I really just wanted to give some insight into this um, nature, discipline, joy cups. We're going to move into love and truth now. Hmm. Love and truth. So are we coming from love and are we telling the truth? So we hear this uh, saying, love and light, love and light. Light is actually truth. When we bring something to light, you know, it means we're telling the fucking truth about it. It's been hiding in the shadows and we're bringing it to light. Love and truth. I believe if we stick to these two words, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And these words will always support us in whatever direction we are going because they're coming from a connected place. They're not coming from a subconscious manipulative place. They're not coming from a programmed place. They're coming from a conscious place when we actually step into ourselves and go, okay, 
Am I coming from love? No. Am I telling the truth? No. So if those two things are a no, we've got a serious problem. And if only one of those things are a yes and one of them are a no, we've got a serious problem. We're completely imbalanced. Being balanced in these two words help us with our internal happiness, feeling aligned within ourselves. And no matter what's going on, if we come back to these two words, it supports us. So say, for instance, someone sends me a message and I get triggered. So I've got, these are two, two ways to respond. So I might respond in oh my god I'm I'm so sorry like I didn't mean it like that or I didn't mean to say it like that this would be me coming from love but it's not truth so it's not really love if it's not truth if I was to just go who are you talking to don't you be sending me that message who do you think you are that could be coming from a place of truth you know who are you talking to it's like, it could be coming from a place of truth, but it's not coming from love. So this is the truth sandwich. Now, I use this with so many people that I work with. I've done a full um, workshop here in Costa Rica on this sandwich. Like, and it's, it's a brilliant tool to just never forget. And it's a good thing to always go back to. And it's something that I use in, in all of my everyday communications and when we begin to do this I had somebody uh, I spoke to the other day and they said oh my god I got this message and I was about to respond as I normally would like yeah no problem it's fine yeah no problem it's fine and I thought hang on this isn't really aligning with me but I'm just saying this because I'm trying to brush it off so this is coming from love without truth from an unconscious place not until we actually read it again and say, how do I really feel about this? Because we can't change anything without our awareness and consciousness. When we really ask how we feel about it, then we can respond from a more conscious place, which becomes from comes from a more authentic place within us. So they said they sat with the message for a while and they felt a little bit sick because how they'd normally subconsciously reply, they knew that that wasn't in truth with them. And they knew that they had to write this message from truth. They felt nervous, they felt anxiety, um, they felt um, like the other person was going to like come back and say something to them because they wasn't just going to agree. And what they done was, they said to me, I went away and I didn't respond straight away and I got me sandwich packed and I was just laughing, you know, on the phone. I got me sandwich packed and how great's that? So whatever you're going to originally say, you know, that in response, in their reactivity, you know, you get that. That's the sandwich. It's still getting said. It's still getting said because it's the truth. It's still getting said, but it's not going to come from that place of reactivity. It's going to come from a place of response and consciousness and discernment and boundaries. And this is where our father comes in. So you see the truth in the middle, what we've just seen before the father. And the top is love and the bottom is love. This again, this is our mother and our father. This is us being a mother and father to ourselves. So you would respond from love saying, hey, thank you so much for your message. Um, being in, you being in your truth um, inspires me. You know, someone who, who, who's got something to say and says it, you know, that's it, that's admirable. 
it's admirable in a world, world where we don't say nothing and we keep everything inside. So you'd start off with that. Then you'd respond with, um, I understand what you're saying, whatever it is, but I feel, not you made me, it's I feel, I feel, and say how you feel. You are allowed to communicate how you feel. You are not responsible for anybody else's emotions or reactions. And if you are surrounded by people who are healthy for you in your life, they will acknowledge and be understanding and acceptance of your feelings and how you feel. How you feel will matter to them. And if you are in situations where how you feel doesn't matter to them, then we shouldn't be in that situation. And that tells us everything anyway. So we say our truth and then we finish it with love. So on the end, it could be really appreciate you hearing me today. I've really needed, it's been really, you could even say it's been really difficult to me to be able to speak this truth. You know, be be vulnerable, be open, be real, be honest. And, and that's not a victim mentality, by the way, saying saying that, that it's, it's been difficult for you. It's, it's the truth. You're not doing it to soften a blow or to make them not react. And if it is to do that, don't do it. But it is just a, a sandwich of, right, I'm going to acknowledge you, thank you. Um, and I'm going to say how I feel. And I'm going to appreciate you. I'm going to appreciate you for hearing me. Thank you for hearing me. Writing and communicating a boundary in this way is very unlikely that someone's going to come back with, I use it in everything I do. And people don't go, oh, well, I don't think you should feel like that. Or because it's sandwiched with love. Our problem is we start setting boundaries and we set them with only truth. And then we wonder why people react. Of course, they're going to react. They're in a state of defense. You've just attacked them. Of course, they're going to react. We're all small children. We're all small children in adults' bodies. And we've all got our armor. We've all got our protection. We're all working doing this work to let this armor and protection go. And when we come into a situation where we feel threatened, we have defense. We have armor. So we, we need to be soft and supportive and understanding to each other. And that's how we set our boundaries as well. Love, truth, and love. Tell the truth from love. Listen in, say it, and stand by it at all costs. Reaffirm the boundary. So why are we talking about this? And why would we do this? Mm. Every time, every single time that we brush something under the carpet, or we swallow something because we can't be bothered with the confrontation. Every single time that we try to keep the peace around us, we sell a little part of our soul. We do all these things from trauma responses. We do these things through our beliefs, our subconscious programs, and our, our people-pleasing tendencies. We don't want to offend. We don't want to hurt. And in doing so, we create a war inside ourselves. We become a living lie. Who we are is not real. We are not authentic. Because we've wore that many masks and we've told that many lies, we don't even know who we are anymore. So doing this is a way to take off all of our masks until eventually we end up with just ourselves. 
our true self because we continue to show up as that when we're acting and we're not showing up as our true self consciously we're going to feel lost we're going to feel disconnected a huge part of us being human beings <laughs> is that we love to feel connected community the problem is that when we do not do this and we wear these masks we attract the wrong people into our lives we attract people into our lives that match the vibration of the mask that we are wearing. The mask that you put on is who you're asking to come into your life. What happens then is we take our mask off and we lose the connection. So we, us, our true authentic selves, are not actually in connection with this other person. This, this other person is grown fond or loves the mask that we've got on. Don't love us. How can they? They don't know us. We've been putting on an act, on a show. They don't know who we are. We've been putting a mask on to make sure that they like us. Because we want validation and approval. And as human beings, we all have these subconscious, you know, tendencies. And it's something that we all have to acknowledge every day. Am I being me? Am I being me? How am I showing up? Have I got any masks on? Am I telling the truth? Am I coming from love? You know, the internal chatter that we all have. So for us... This is basically, if not only the foundation, it's the pillar of us creating authentic connection in our life. And who would have thought that that sandwich is that? And that's exactly what it is. It's us, it's the pillar for us to create authentic connections within our life where we feel loved, we feel heard, we feel seen, we feel connected. Why? Why do we feel that? Because we're being who we are. So the people who are in our life like us for us. They like us for us because that's who we're being. So we automatically feel connected. Whereas if we've got people in our life who are liking us because of the person we're pretending to be, we're not going to feel seen. We're not going to feel heard. We're not going to feel connected. And we're going to lack a lot of depth within our connections. And as you begin to use this sandwich, I'm sure many of you are using it. But as you begin to use this sandwich more, people are going to fall away. They're going to fall away from your life. If you haven't lost a lot of people already, this is definitely what is going to happen. As consciousness is shifting, we are coming into a higher level of truth where greed, manipulation, materialism is going to be unable to survive. We're coming more into the energy of like vibration, community, service. The world, the world is changing. The world as we know it is crumbling and we are coming into a new earth. Where we are at the moment is in the midst of the world colliding and it's why many of us can find this really difficult, this period, this season. This will go down in history, this period where we are in the world now in life. Look at me, gooses. This will go down in history. Our children, children's children will read about this time that we are in now. We are in a huge, massive collective shift. We are in a huge shift and the world is changing and we needed it. We needed it. Our world needs the shift. Our mother earth was struggling and suffering and I don't think she could have held us much longer if we didn't start taking better care of her and ourselves. So truth is the pillar of authentic communication. We all want more connection in our life, authentic people, more, more aligned friends, you know, um, even divine union. And we do that through first coming into inner union, inner union within ourselves. 
we cannot move into divine union with another person if we are not yet within inner union to ourselves. There'll be way more modules on inner union. Um, but everything that we do here is, is around building inner union within. But there will be a module specifically on what inner union is. But every module that we do every week is all about bringing us into inner union. It always has been and it always will be because we are all here to come home to ourselves. That's what True Self Academy is. It's about us letting go of all our programs and, and coming home to ourselves. And it's only then when we arrive at ourselves can we attract authentic connection within our life because we're being who we are. We know what we want. We've got a strong understanding of our boundaries. We've we've faced many of our shadows. We we know what comes up for us. We know what's in our bag, in our little trauma bag pack. We know what stuff we're ringing. So when we get to this place, being able to communicate, we're able to say, this is something I'm moving through. Really appreciate you holding space for me while I move through this. You know, I'm not perfect. We've all got our stuff. Although there's nothing wrong with any of us, we are all working on undoing and we all find new things every single day. Every time we put ourselves in a new environment, every time we go to a different place, we all find something new. Each conversation has a new little golden key for us which I call decoding so every day we're sent messages we're sent messages through people situations our own emotions our thoughts and it's up to us whether at the end of the day we decode these messages so I could be out today had a conversation maybe felt a little bit triggered or uncomfortable later I would walk away from that situation and I would ask myself I would literally get a journal and I've got a book called decoding and it's me decoding the messages that are coming through the divine, through other people for me and my soul's evolution. And that's how we grow, by listening to the messages that are surrounding us every single day. And I will say to myself in that book, what came up for you then? Why did you feel that way? What does it remind you of? Have you felt this way before? What did you see in them that could possibly be a shadow within you? How can you move through this? It's literally like getting a mirror and being like, I'm taking it, I'm taking it, I'm taking it, I'm taking it. Because when we blame and we push things outwards to other people, guess who's got no control over the life? Us. Where there is blame, there is zero control. Where there is blame, we literally can't create any change at all. The only way is for us to be able to take that on ourselves and ask ourselves what was the part that I played or what did I see in me there and that's not to say we allow people to do whatever of course not we use our sandwich we use our sandwich but at the same time we're constantly taking as much accountability and responsibility as possible in each and every situation and we're doing that so that we can take back control because where there's blame we can never ever create change and blame is just a profound projection that we use because we don't want to take the pain on ourselves. And this is our, our human experience. <laughs> Does anybody have any questions about what we have spoken about so far? Hey, you're right. Hey. Um, I just wanted to ask, so... <laughs> When I take my masks off, 
it sounds like we've got split personalities, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, when I'm around my kids and when I'm around my sister and my family and like really close friends, my mask generally tends to be off. But in situations like at work or in the gym or like that's usually the only two other places that I go around people. Um, when I do try and remove my masks, the general feedback that I get from others is that I'm very childish or, you know, like they become quite judgmental to the point like where I've moved, I've already moved gyms once because of, I don't, it's, it's hard to explain because I'm constantly, like just constantly getting feedback off people about it you know like I don't know like judgmental really I think is the main thing it makes me feel then uncomfortable going in and being myself like I don't know if you if you know what I mean like so basically what they're doing is they're placing a judgment on you which is a projection of them and you're taking yeah. that as that that's that that's got something to do with you yeah, and then like it's it's. I feel like I've got split personalities sometimes. <laughs> on now, some days, what we've got I, is archetypes. All of us, none of us are crazy. Yeah. We've all got archetypes, and we're gonna do them. We have got oh, personalities, different ones. Because like some days I can I can banter with it, I can laugh with it, I'm confident with it, and then other days I'll crush myself back into my little box, and for about a week afterwards I'm crushed into my little box, and then I'll do loads of work on myself. I'll come back out of my box, and I'm hi, you know, kind of myself again and then it happens again and then I'm just constantly going through this cycle um at the moment which is it's quite difficult so you get you're doing your work you're going out and you're getting knocked and you're going back in and doing more work yeah basically yeah. I mean I know it's the constant thing and I'm, I'm yeah. not the only person who's going through this at the moment like a couple of my friends who aren't on this but are doing their own work have found the no, same yeah, we like all this. Do it every day. This is what like this is what our life is, you know. <laughs> Stress. Like, yeah, no, we, we all go through it. And um, like for me, I came to a new country with a whole other people, and I was I come into like a whole other situation, and people with all different beliefs, and people who believe this, and people who don't believe that, and people who were, and I'm just like, Ooh. like I was in like one container where I was comfortable, where. Yeah where I was, yeah, I was comfortable. And I chose to move out that container into a new container where everything was different because that's when we get to see real mirrors. So anything that we think someone else is thinking, we think any judgment that we take personal of someone else that we accept, that we take on, it's because we already believe it. So mm. if I said to you now, what's all that over your pink coat? You would just go, what? Like, what do you mean? But then if I said to you, oh, look at there where your check is, there's like a thing on it, you'd look because you'd believe it because that's what that's what colour it is. So when someone says something to us, the only weight that's in their comment is how much belief that we already have about the thing within ourselves. So what we then do is we then work on what we believed was true about what they just said yeah right <laughs> do you believe what they said is true it's yeah well it's no like I've had comments like 
I find when my mask's off, like, and I'm truly myself, I'm a giant child. And I mean, that's why my kids absolutely love it because I go down to their level and it's the, like, I have the best time of my life. But then having people turn around and ask me if I've got ADHD or um, making comments about me being child. I mean, the comments about being childish, I'm not too bothered, but sometimes it does sting because maybe I, I don't know why that stings. I'm going to actually have a look at that tonight. But Yeah, there's yeah, a shadow like, for you. Yeah. It is, isn't it? I mean, it is eye-opening. It's eye-opening because it's interesting to see how, like, how far I've come because that's maybe the comments that I would have had in my head about other people I wouldn't ever say those, those sorts of things to people outwards because I'm not like that but um yeah and it just it, it kind of shows me how far a lot of people have got to go <laughs> like isn't that their judgment now I don't know somebody just asked that Yeah, when someone else places a judgment, it's it's really got nothing to do like with us. We could be standing yeah. in a room with 40 people and every single person in that room has got a fucking different judgment about us. Yeah. Every single person in that room has got a different judgment about us based on themselves, based on their past experience, based on what they watched on the telly last night, based on what they've seen on the news, based on everything and anything that they've consumed and what is around them is where their judgments come from. It's about how we accept the judgment. That's what matters. It's about how we take it because we can only control how we take it. We can't control how other people judge us. We can only control how we ourselves take the judgment. Mm. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, they're not accepting. They're not accepting. And let, let's speak about this more. Thank you so much for sharing. You need to change your Zoom name as well. Can't see your name. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, they're not accepting, which isn't from love. Yeah, no, exactly that. And it's really important for us to understand that it's about how we take the judgment. So someone could say to me, say, Say there's five of us in the room and someone says, you're like a big kid. Someone else could go, someone could say, what do you mean? I'm like a kid. Someone else could be like, no, I'm not. Someone else could be like, do you know what? I've really been connecting to me and a child lately. Thanks so much. Someone else could be saying, I know I've got such a happy spirit, haven't I? I'm really upbeat. Doesn't it feel joyous to be here? You know, like... <laughs> There's so many ways how we can respond to the judgment and it's about us changing the narrative of what that judgment means. So the great thing, great work for us all to do is to write down all the judgments that bother us and then ask us why they bother us. Why do we think it's a negative and how can we change that narrative? People will, you know, there's 8 billion people in this world and each one of these people who have met you, obviously, they all have a version of you inside of their mind. No matter how much you've grown, no matter what you have done, no matter how far you've came, no matter what you've let go of, this vision still remains in their mind. People remember you as they met you because they do not know who you are now. Every single person 
in this world has a judgment about you, has a perception of who you are, that's not even real. Because the perception that they have of you is built up on their perception of themselves, of their reality and their life. Their perception of you has absolutely nothing to do with you at all. So when we think of this 8 billion people in the world, and there's a different version of us that exists in all of their minds, everyone who's ever met us has all got a different version of us inside their minds, and none of them are us. None of them. People who we haven't spoke to for years, or we've been apart from, they all have a version of us in their mind, which is the person who they knew at that time. When we grow and we all grow in our life and we all make changes, we change. So judgments are, are basically just about others and they project judgments onto us. I'll read your message and say. Yay! Oh, I love this so much. I love this so much. It is, it's, it's when we sort of go, oh, I don't want them to think that, or I don't want them to say that. We actually care about what they think about us. When, when we care about what people think about us, we're, we're losing. We're literally, we're, we're literally already lost if we care about what somebody else thinks about us, because then we're going to change ourselves to adapt to what they think about us when actually we can't control what anybody thinks about us anyway. And people are gonna think what they're gonna think so that we may as well be real. Congratulations, Haley. congratulations on your growth. That is fantastic to read. Isn't it great to just let go of that and just be like, yeah, no problem. No problem. It is it's really great to hear. Does anybody have any questions about what we've We've discussed about love and truth and judgments and boundaries and growth and all of the magic that we've worked through tonight. Okay, so we've got some homework, super simple. Draw a picture of three glasses. Just draw a picture of three glasses and write inside each glass how you're gonna fill each of those cups up. And remember, our full glass has got a drop out of each glass in. So every day, drop out of that glass, drop out of that glass, and I drop out of that glass. And this keeps us full in service to ourselves and others. When we, um, I just wanted to pick up on what we've just discussed there about boundaries and saying selfish before we give the next piece and then move on to our visualization. People, people who benefited from our lack of self-love, once we get self-love, they call us selfish because they're not used to us having any needs. They're not used to us having any requirements. They're used to us being in a constant battle for our worth and our validation. And as soon as we just go, okay, we become selfish. And this is this is how it's viewed when all of a sudden we we don't want to engage in these lower vibrational energies because what we engage in becomes a vibrational match for ourselves. So during this time, now through consciousness shifting, projection is at an all-time high. 
and the veil is becoming thin. There are mirrors everywhere and a lot of people are really struggling to see what they are seeing back in the mirror. So it's really important at this time that we have an understanding of, you know, the pain that people are going through, but to also stand in ourselves and in our own truth. Because as soon as we engage with that frequency, we lower ours. And we're not doing all this work for nothing. We're not doing all of this work to then be taken back to a level that we've already grown from. No. And that is this is where we learn about our reactions. So one of the pieces was three glasses. Right in all the glasses, what, what you're doing to fill them up. And the other one was this truth sandwich. So... Think of a time when you wish you would have said something or think of a time when you responded in a way that you wish you wouldn't have. Or think to a time when you have basically swallowed something that wasn't really in alignment with you, that you really wanted to say something else, but you never. Think about these things and create these sandwiches of how you would respond now. It's really important in our communication that we take some time to breathe into our body and, and be conscious about what we're saying and writing. Many of us just respond like shh. And we don't even think, and it's coming from a subconscious program, which isn't actually us, coming from our wounds, our past experiences and our behavior. So draw a sandwich and draw three glasses. That's our, what we're going to do to integrate what we've been learning tonight. Let's see, he used to have no self-love at all. Can see that now. And this is the shadows, isn't it, that we move through? We see how much we've... Um, We've hurt ourselves. We see how much we've abandoned ourselves. And we wonder why other people hurt us or why other people abandon us. Because we're showing them how we believe we deserve to be treated. And as soon as we up-level our self-love, as you're saying here, Haley, as soon as we begin to level up, it's a it's a two-coin, you know, there's two coins to it. It's like, oh my God, I feel so good. And then there's, oh my God, I can't believe I used to treat myself like this. Because now I'm treating myself like this and I can really see now how I used to. So you can you can feel happy and you can feel sad at the same time. Because once we change our behavior and the love that we have for ourselves, we really acknowledge uh, how much we didn't have. So yeah. Moving through our shadows, finding more love for ourselves. Does anybody have any questions about anything? We're moving into a very exciting time, gang. There's going to be loads of changes over the next few months, so just bear with us. Lots of name changes, lots of colour changes, lots going on, but it's all in preparation for the huge rebirth that we are all going through at the moment as a collective. And we're going to do our visualisation now, so just get cosy. If I can find our song, there we go. There's energy in your body, trapped energy that needs to move, needs to get out. Just shake your hands, shake your hands. Move your shoulders side to side, wiggly worm, wiggly worm. Really move your body. Really move your body. Let your body move how your body wants to move. Shake your fingers, shake your head, and really take a breath now. 
Ah, use an audible exhale and really let go. Inhale, exhale. Ah, really let go of the day now. Really let go. Inhale, exhale. Ah, relax your eyebrows. Loosen your jaw. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth and allow your body to deepen into your seat. Allow the thoughts to pass through your mind like little birds in the sky. We're not here to have no thoughts. We're here to not attach to our thoughts and inhale one more time. Inhale, exhale. Ah, breathing in all the love, exhaling all the doubt, worry, fear, acknowledging that we have shown up for ourselves tonight, that we're here, we're doing the work, we know which world that we want to live in, and we are part of creating that through our own in a way, each one of us are all raising collective consciousness by doing the work that we are doing on ourselves, by removing the veil of the fakeness that exists in the world and showing up as truth. Centering to our heart, coming from a space of love, protected. Allowing the light to move through us. Every day, the darkness will come knocking, the dark thoughts, the darkest judgments, the reactions. And it's up to us to say, not today. This is not us. This is how the darkness moves through us. We get to decide what we would like to accept, including our thoughts. We get to choose our behaviors and our reactions through rising our own consciousness, through practicing deeper presence every day. We are all light. We are all born incredible human beings. And as our life passes, we get a knock and another knock. We find some armor, some more armor, till eventually there's a huge guard around our heart with a huge key that nobody can ever enter. Until we unlock the key to our hearts, we can never really feel the depths of love. Because if it's closed, it's not just closed to pain, it's also closed to love. We choose to open our hearts because we feel protected with our truth sandwich. We know that we can say how we feel. We know that nobody can hurt us unless we decide. We know that any judgment that is placed upon us is simply a reflection of another person. And we get to decide how we take that judgment. It's up to us to ask ourselves, why does that bother me? Let me change the narrative of what that means. I have an understanding of what this judgment means in my mind, and we all have a different understanding of this judgment. What do I want this understanding to be? 
what do I want this to mean? Because I'm going to change it. And this is where we decide how we feel when we take control of our own life. We are balanced. We know we need to fill our three cups every single day. We know we need to create strategy and structure. We know we need to speak kind words to ourselves and nurture ourselves. And we all know that we need to remember to play. Every single day, ask, are my three drops in my cup today? Think about your day today. Have you had all three drops in your cup today? If not, what drop is missing from your cup? What can you do tonight to fill your cup with that last drop? Wholeness, fullness, balance. And when you're ready, Oh, you couldn't hear the music. <laughs> that was a long one as well. I just read the message. When you're ready, come back to the room. Sorry, I read that out loud before. You'd even come back to the room then. <laughs> we all here, gang. We come back. We come back to the room. idea why you just couldn't hear that then so did no one hear any music then <laughs> oh well oh well silent one okay gang well i'm sending you so much love good luck out there <laughs> good luck out there need more than luck <laughs> <laughs> no we, we didn't need the music oh god thank you your voice thank your you. voice was enough <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you thank you i was seeing then oh my god i've just done the whole thing and the song finished and i thought i'm not finished and i put it on again <laughs> i usually oh. listen no music yeah so just remember you know everything that you feel when you're outside every judgment that's placed upon you it's your perception of the judgment and as long as we have these fears of these judgments we're never going to be our true self so it's time now to get out there and be who you are and uh, yeah change the perceptions of these judgments that we all face every day you know people have all got their own ideas of what everything is and none of them are even us so whatever whatever um there's lots on Magic Mindset as well in your reunion collective. If you want to learn more about perception and psychology, there's a brilliant perception module. And it really teaches you about all the different um, thoughts that go through the brain and where they go and how they move and how all of our internal filters work in a psychological way. So, yeah, sending you so much love, get in your collective, make use of all your work. And I'm excited to uh, see you on Monday. And don't forget, to put the drops in your cup. Make sure one drop of each every day. 
we will all got to do it every day. We have to. We have to. Send you so much love, gang. Mwah. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.